everybody. Welcome back to the Anna and After Show. We got Jamie and James are both here. Um, this is our podcast slash live show that happens on Mondays, every Monday at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 9 Eastern. And today we're going to be breaking down episode 70, Deceiver. But before we get into that, Jackie, I like your shirt. Where'd you get that? Oh my gosh, I got it at our merch store. I'm so excited. I actually got two shirts. I got this really cute white one and the designs are totally off the chain. Like I was like, oh my God, I love what we got here. Um, also, if y'all don't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. You follow us on social media. Um, on Twitter, we're over 900,000 followers, y'all. That's crazy. Like, I just saw that. So I'm like, okay. Anime News Network, but yes, um, make sure you follow us on all that jazz. But I'm excited. This episode yeah. was wild. So yeah, yeah, not a lot of action this time around, but definitely a lot of uh, developments, a lot um, of feelings. Before, yes, a lot, a lot of emotion. But, <laughs> but before we start, that we will have a couple of headlines to go over. Um, first, I don't know if y'all watched, but um, Crunchyroll had their Anime Awards uh, last Friday. And um, Jujutsu Kaisen came up on top as anime of the year. I don't know. Is anyone yes. surprised by that? I'm not really <laughs> surprised. I mean, yeah. I'm not arguing that it earned it. Like, it's been amazing top to bottom. Um, James here does our reviews for that show on Anime News Network. Yeah. And I've been, you know, I read them. It sounds like it's highlight of your, your weekly viewing, James. I mean, I love it, yeah. Attack on Titan is probably the highlight of my weekly viewing, just yeah. in regards to, like, how much fun it is to write about but mm -hmm. goddamn jujutsu kaisen is just a lot of fun to watch <laughs> like uh you know attack on titan can get a little heavy and get a little right. you know, emotionally devastating yeah jujutsu kaisen lets you watch like a panda beat up a robot <laughs> and and then also have a girl beat up a witch with a squeaky hammer toy it's, it's a perfect yeah. show is what yeah. I'm getting at. It's a oh good way way to i love jjk so much so yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie though. I was looking over the winners, and Dorohidoro got robbed. Like, yeah, how did they not true. win one category? I know. How did they not win one? I know. Like, I really was rooting for Noi for like best girl because I thought easy. she was amazing as far as best girl. So in my heart, she's the best girl of 2020. Like, well, this is maybe a little hypocritical of me to say since I also haven't caught up on it yet. But uh -huh. I, I felt like it was weird how that seemed like one of the the most hyped shows of the season and then mm -hmm. I, I kind of feel like it, it didn't really get a lot of traction i know I felt the, yeah i felt the same way um i think it's that netflix model you the know binge model, man. yeah that binge model just i mean anime viewers they want it when it comes out in japan and then they want to talk about it week to week to week drop it all at once people you know watch it in like 24 hours or in a couple days and then they say a couple things over twitter for a week and then it's kind of dead. I mean, there was a lot of really good fan art that came out of yeah. it. I mean, there was yeah. a good like fan art momentum going for it, but I just like, I would have loved to do more deep diving episode by episode with people. That one would have been really good for um, da uh, the daily streaming guide, but yeah. Well, I feel Lindsay like if um... that anime so much, Lindsay, you and I, that like just played to our like nineties grunge, yeah. dark, gory hearts. Like I was like, what is this? Like when that dropped, like I could not stop messaging her about it, but yeah. I totally agree. Like it just didn't get that much hype, but I'm still surprised. Like there were so many different categories that I thought that maybe would just at least win one thing, but it just yeah. totally 
job sound like that. Yeah. I feel like if WandaVision has proved anything, and I've, you know, anime fans have known this for years, but when you have that week to week model, like with Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. you get so much more engagement because everyone gets yeah. to like talk about it at the same time, at the same pace. I mean, you can just binge the whole thing on Netflix. Like you said, Lindsay, it becomes yeah. so easy to just, you know, get it done in a day, you know, tweet a couple of things and then move on to the next piece of content. So maybe yeah. that's why. Another thing with the, I mean, I felt like one of the most uh, complicated, not complicated, but like the category that had the most contention between, I didn't really know who was going to pull ahead and it was really hard to pick was actually um, like opening sequence and ending sequence. Like, I don't disagree with, with the who won, but I mean, the same like same year that Easy Breezy came out for yeah. Oh, win. Wow. Like, yeah. And that opening sequence was iconic. Like people were doing all kinds of memes for the yeah. poses and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were just a really a lot of really good uh, opening ending sequences. I think yeah. B Stars might have gotten it just because of that awesome yeah. stop motion animation yeah. that it had. Exactly. Yeah. Just edged it out for yeah. Isaac Head. Man, that one was so good too. Yeah. But. Yeah. Wasn't it the same artist who ended up winning though? And which is funny because because oh. it's Ollie for uh, B Stars, and then it's also Ollie for Jujutsu Kaisen. But those songs don't sound alike at all. They have, they have they have like a jazz kind of funk to them a little yeah. bit, but they are oh, very okay, different. Yeah. Like yeah, B Stars is yeah. very moody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> B Stars, I guess, is more classical as far as like the arrangement or yeah. something for it. But yeah, yeah, I was I was rooting for Easy Breezy. Well, I was rooting for Azokin for pretty much everything. And also, um, oh, I guess disclosure, I was a judge for the anime awards. So I got to like submit things for for uh, the categories and stuff. And I, I pushed really hard in the best boy category. Jackie will disagree with me on this one. because She actually didn't like the show, but I wanted um, Moriarty to win best boy, oh, yeah. like really bad, just to like kind of upset the status quo. I'm like, yes, go communist murder child, go. <laughs> like, so evil, <laughs> so evil. James a matter like- of ideology i guess i know that so i think like he murdered his brother and i'm like (laughs) Lindsay, like you are cracking me up because we were during last episode i was like wow they poisoned that guy because he was like talking a little bit of smack at him about him at the dinner table and Lindsay was like yes that that's the appropriate punishment you will be poisoned to death i was surprised there was no follow-up on that i was expecting there to be like a follow well they did a little bit okay i guess i should wait till we get to the episode they did mention that restaurant briefly in the episode too and like is everyone gonna go there and get murdered like is nicola like running a a murder restaurant and all of his customers or something by poisoning them but that just might be me making things up in my head the so. Sweeney Todd of Attack on I was Titan. Yeah, Sweeney Todd. I was like, oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, though, I thought the picks were, like, pretty solid. Like, there was, like, I was like, okay, I can see that. I can see that. Like, best boy. We all love Hinata. Uh, yeah. Kaguya for best girl. Um, yeah. Fruits basket, you can never go wrong with. So, I thought it was, like, pretty much on the nose. Um, but I don't know. Was, were any, was there anything on there that shocked you all? Or were you like, yeah, yeah. That's I how think, I felt. I think... Um, the best couple category was actually kind of weak this this year overall. I so I wasn't really rooting for like any of the the couples in particular. I guess the Tony Kawa one is okay. Um, yeah. kidding, which was that the one where the guy like got hit by a car and then married a girl after like one day? Is that the same? Okay, yes. I yeah. forgot that show existed. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so that show it's by the same person who did Hayate the Combat Butler, which like ran for like a ton of seasons like more seasons than i would have expected um and the manga ran for a really really long time for what is essentially like a 
slapstick harem thing where a poor boy becomes a rich girl's butler and so does his sister becomes her maid or something like that um but so it's by the same guy who did that and as far as i could tell like there wasn't a lot of um like fire between the two you know like not like how you feel with izumi and uh hori in hori did you watch that yet jackie i recommended hori mia to you yes the guy who's like toru but a dude right yeah but he's got like an edgy like emo like gothic thing going on how have i not watched that? all right yeah okay. it's, it's the egg time guy yeah um the latest episode of that is pretty spicy so is like, it? yeah they, they're gonna definitely win best couple for the upcoming awards they gotta because it's oh my like God. their dynamic is so good and then there's you know the tension that you need but also like it's the first time, first time in a long while where the couple actually seems to progress at what you would assume to be a yeah, they're like an actual rate. couple, like an yeah, like it's not just um oh they're gonna hold my hand sort of thing like like yeah. she's like hey why don't you make moves on me and I'm like what and then Ooh. he's like oh well do you want me to and I'm like what and then <laughs> like, it gets spicier from there and I was like oh okay oh okay so like. <laughs> Lindsay knows this like I'm not really into romantic anime like at all I kind of liked um Kaguya-sama because it was almost like an action anime the way they built it up you know what I mean like it'd be like yeah. back and forth and it almost seemed like a battle of action sequence yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. um but then I watched Fruits Basket and then I was like oh my god I love like I mean it's I get is, is Fruits Basket a romance anime it's kind of like it's slice like of yeah, call it like a, a romantic drama okay there's you know because there's a lot of emotional developments and characters dealing with their traumas and whatnot and opening up to each other yeah. so you know it makes you cry and you're like yeah. oh no what's gonna happen next it's got an actual villain Emotions. in it and, yeah yeah um fruits basket sold me so like if you think it's it's similar to fruits basket i'm like okay i'll check it out but usually say that it's it. not as high drop like there is drama in it but it's it's um I don't, maybe not as high stakes as Fruits Ooh. Basket. But there's definitely like character drama in it, like girls trying to sort of figure out themselves in high school and, um, you know, all the characters have their own insecurities and things like that they're trying to work through. But so you really, I don't, there's not a character in that show that I don't like, which is. Oh, yeah. I Except love that teacher, but I don't even know if he counts. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember last time I saw him either. So good. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, bye. See ya. <laughs> oh lordy okay um so this week in games was packed with stuff right because there was that huge uh, nintendo direct yeah and so i was looking through those announcements because you know i'm kind of a casual gamer type like jackie i know you play like first person shooters and stuff mm-hmm. i'm horrible at those i'm really bad and then yeah. and then i get like worked up when i'm um when there's like a lot of tension so I know some people are into that, you know, like the high, like, oh God, we're going to make it. You know, you do and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. But um, yeah. for me, I'm like, oh God, I just want to explore town and no one rush me. I just want to like talk to all the villagers and see what their lives are like and help them with their errand. Like I do, I play those kinds of games I, or like mystery games or like, I got to figure out who did it or something like that. So that's uh, typically what I play. So then when I looked at, uh, <laughs> And I looked at Heidi's column this week. There's um, a thing about these like really obscure uh, detective club games. Yeah, that were, they were yeah. on like 
I don't know if they're on floppy disk, but I mean, they, they were really expensive in Japan and they've never been released over here. Um, yeah. Called a uh, Famicom uh, Tante Club and Tante is just the Japanese word for detective. Mm -hmm. And they're getting totally remade and they're released on the switch, which sounds ex exactly like my bag. And they're going to be totally yeah. like voice acted. And um, Heidi compared them to like the Ace Attorney games, which is like one of my favorite game series. So, like well, as soon as I saw that, I knew you were going to like that one. Like, yeah. As soon as I read the article, I was like, Lindsay's going to love this one. Yeah. So. yeah, for real. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And then I'm intrigued by trying Project Triangle strategy because it looks like Octopath Traveler, <laughs> which I like. But, yeah. um, you know, it's made by the same company that does Final Fantasy and everything. So, and I do like turn-based RPGs. It's another thing, like, I don't play tactical RPGs because I'm bad at planning that far ahead because I'm an Aries. And so I only do things, like, immediately when it seems like the right idea. I'm like, I'm going to go jump off that cliff and I will look down later. And um, <laughs> so I lose at tactical games because I always just go full offense. I don't understand defense in games. I, don't make me block and stuff. I don't want to do that. I just want to slash and slash and slash until it dies. That's, that's the approach. reason that's a hundred percent. And that's yeah. why I like first person shooters. Cause I'm just like, I run in and I'm just like, die. Um, but it's funny actually, because the two you picked out, I actually thought looked really, really good. Um, I'm, I do love first person shooters, but I love a good story too. Mm -hmm. And um, triangle strategy just like hit all of the like nostalgia points, I guess you could say like, yeah. it's just like, just like took me back looking at it and it just looked really beautiful as well and then um the famicom just looks cool i mean it's just an anime but you're playing through it you yeah, know what I mean? yeah that's what it looked like to me you know so i was like that looks dope i'm also a weirdo and i never really got into mario golf like i know there was like probably a me ton either. of hype around that and i was just like okay cool you know um and i'm also weird on this i did not like breath of the wild like oh yeah, yeah. i um that's actually <laughs> one of the few like zelda games i have I, you would love breath of the wild because you got to go around and talk to the people and, i know but, and I'm like, but I'm like, what's the next mission why am i still riding this horse through this field <laughs> and i have to talk to this guy to get to this guy so it was like not my cup of tea at all so but i'm, I'm also like, i'm also bad at, <laughs> like revealing all my gaming shame i'm also bad at like uh sandbox games which is what breath of the wild is because um i'm a completionist so I feel like I have to pick up all the quests and then I have a really hard time like figuring out which one to do. And then um, I'll go to go do it and then get distracted off like some side quests and then have to come back. My husband calls it Donkey Konging because when we were in uh, college, we decided to do a replay of um, Donkey Kong 64 because he had yeah. a Nintendo 64. Um, and we decided to replay it and it was really painful to play with because in that game you can switch between like Diddy and Trixie and all the characters at different points and if you want to get everything you have to get all of the bananas but certain bananas you can only pick up with certain characters so I'd like see it like I'd be playing as Diddy and then I'd see like a Dixie banana and I'd have to run back and change a Dixie so that I could go get that banana and then come back and Matt would be like, Lindsay, quit Donkey Konging you've got to like, <laughs> finish the one thing and we can come back and do the other thing later I'm like no no, oh my god i've seen it now i need to go do that part yeah so Lindsay, you're just giving me such flashbacks i was like oh my god donkey kong 64 that was a lifetime ago man yeah but um yeah I'm just remembering the rap at the beginning of that game which is like the, the what most, the donkey kong rap at the beginning of that game oh it's like the most song. 
I probably wrote like it probably like click if I heard the beginning of it, but I can't like recall. I can hear I can hear the gibberish sounds of the lyrics. But I don't even want to attempt it because I'm gonna ruin it. But it's 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 great. You should look it up. <laughs> it's, okay. It'll get stuck in your head. James, is like go Google that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Everyone in our chat right now is talking about Animal Crossing. I'm sure Lindsay, were you? I played Animal, Animal Crossing every yeah. single day from the day that it was released to about mid-August. It came out in March, so I played it every day from like it was like part of my my daily ritual until about mid-fall. And it wasn't they weren't giving me the fall decor fast enough. I wanted all the mushroom stuff, and they weren't giving it to me. And I finally got bored, so I noped out right before Halloween. And now it's been so long. I'm like, no, I've missed all the best holidays. I need to reset the clock on my Switch and go play it from where I left off at instead of just picking it up and restarting. Because Your villagers are lonely. They're like, there's probably there so many weeds. Too. Oh, girl, you're going to have some work to do. Um, yeah. I do not like those games either, except for one thing. I love gardening in those games oh, i yeah. don't know why it's so weird like i don't like talking to the villagers i don't like building the house i just make a dope garden like over the top meadow every single color every single type of flower um if anyone ever wants to go to my island which is definitely wrecked right now because i haven't been on that game in like months but like that's the only thing i've ever like harvest moon and stardew valley and all those like i just love gardening but it's so weird it's like why just that well, i was gonna say i could every time i've tried to get into animal crossing i end up getting bored after like a few hours and i i think it's because the game has so many of those obnoxious kind of unnecessary hurdles to to do things I yeah. you know like um what do they call it like the time time when you can't do like certain things until because it like it actually made it like when you first started it like you couldn't get the full game experience until you'd been playing for like three or four days because it was like well, no we're not giving you this tool yet we're not yeah well and not even that just like how like in order to like like to in order to craft something, you have to go through like three different menus, and every button press is like a little delay and a little animation. It just it really like irks me. But yeah. Stardew Valley has kind of been my ideal like farming sim. I've really gotten into that game quite a bit on the Switch. That's like the that's the farming sim for me. I think my oldest son was obsessed with that game for like I don't know nine months. He went from like Minecraft to like Stardew Valley to Terraria, and then he like rotates through them. Depending. Well, they on just came out with a giant, um, a giant expansion, a free expansion for Stardew Valley. So yeah, oh, really? I know he told me all about it. Yeah, <laughs> they have islands now. Yeah, beach life or something in there. So. That's cute. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was excited about was um, Samurai Warriors, just because the two main characters are just perfection <laughs> oh, I, I know what like, they look like without even seeing them i know i was just like i mean it just looks like an anime but they're just like so beautiful i was like i wouldn't even <laughs> know what i was doing i'd just be slashing stuff and destroying stuff this game caters to me so much like it was just so, beautiful men and just a bunch of violence i was like cool <laughs> like I'm those here are related to like the dynasty warrior games right the, yeah, the dynasty yeah, warrior yeah, games yeah. is like chinese history versus yes, yes. So i used to play yeah. the dynasty warrior games with my little brother yeah. all the time and i would always pick like one of the, there was i think a girl who had like they were like circular things on sticks yeah i would always like play her or oh the God, one with i the, vaguely remember her yeah or the one with, i think she had fans that she would throw like yeah had range weaponry that like yeah knocked. but i like those games because you just run into like 
30 something people and you're like i'm killing all of you you can't do anything about it and you do like a giant combo and then like you're special and then you hop on a horse you slice people on your horse and it's just that caters to our aries hearts very much yeah just like i don't have there are no tactics to those games it's just button mashing and and dopamine pretty much yep i'm here for that did you guys ever get into splatoon i never got into splatoon uh, I played it a little bit, but yeah. I, I never got into it. So I was yeah. like, is the is there a lot of hype about it or people meh? like Splatoon? Like yeah. the characters I think are really cute. Like I think the character yeah. design is really cute. like you know, I would like buy plushies of them or something, even though I haven't yeah. played the game, just like the character design. But yeah, I mean it's you know, it's like not paintball, but because it's more like a water gun. Yeah, I, it, it, it has it has a nice like a different tactical feel to it than your typical like third person shooter. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, the people that are into that game are really exactly. Into it. Yeah. So, That's why I was wondering if you guys were the people like who were yeah. like super into it because no, like I'm sure there's like a learning really curve to it. it. I would just be like splatted up against a wall or something. Yeah. Apex Legends is the only multiplayer shooter I've really gotten into in the, over the past few yes, years. So. Games, look yeah. at you. That's okay, my game. Play later. I've been Call of Duty Warzone like crazy though <laughs> anyway we digress but man that was a lot yeah going through the country roll awards and nintendo direct i was like Phew, there's a lot to talk about there mm-hmm. yeah yeah those are pretty stuff um also we got um there's a cool new app that's, that ties into what we're going to be talking about i don't know if you like people in chat have tried it but there's an instagram slash facebook app that uh funimation just released that's an uh, attack on titan ar filter so uh james jackie and i tried it out and peter from anime nyc is gonna show the images there who's that oh handsome fella that's aaron right that's aaron <laughs> oh that my before. god that is hilarious i can't <laughs> these are so silly <laughs> so silly james wins though james is like the best yeah, yeah. and then Lindsay, yeah Oh, I'm so mad. That's like the perfect like Attack on Titan like look. That, that like is, that general that just like brutal. anger. But, yeah. I wish they had the filter where instead of it being like Aaron's eyes, it's just the lines underneath. I was eyes. thinking the same thing, just yeah, the shading. So could, yeah, just the shading, so we could just look like this all the time. Okay, so James and I were talking about this. So there was a, another part of this filter where you could like flip the camera and then you would see the armored Titan like on stuff and i was i was very confused that's probably the ar part of it the augmented reality part of it apparently they got james's cat they did how dare you how dare you i'll never forget bothered at all well i mean you know he's 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 an unstoppable force Brandon's not doing anything to him (laughs) yeah the cat was like uh all right can you get your foot off me thank you oh man um well that's a perfect transition into talking about this episode huh yeah yeah, so this episode was, like we said earlier, not a lot of action, but a lot of like internal internal moments. But I'm going to pass it over to James and let him sort of break into it, and then we can kind of go it's off. It's enough of time. Yeah, Yeah. so the, the episode, there's basically like kind of two halves to it. It's not split in half, but there's, there's kind of two focus areas. One of them is pretty much all of the stuff that's brewing between the scouts and... Um, the, the younger scouts versus Hanji, um, who, you know, the younger scouts are supporting Aaron uh, mm-hmm. and they're actually like leaking info about his imprisonment to try to to stew uh, dissent amongst the, the civilians. And of course, Hanji has to like figure out like what to do with them and 
you know, how much trouble they're going to end up causing because they're very clearly not in favor of keeping Aaron locked up. Yeah. And um, there's also like, there's, there's, it's another table setting episode where there's a lot of stuff that's like being set up, but we don't really know how it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. Like the, um, uh, I just forgot her name, but the the ambassador from Hizuru, uh, she oh, right. came back to Paradise and it's like, yeah. hey, by the way, uh, over the past couple years, we've uh, developed this flying machine with the iceberg stone, and it's going to be like the key to the rumble. Oh, that's right. Yeah, all of these things are like little snippets that happen yeah. throughout the episode. I was like, oh, okay, they'll come back to that and pull the sheet off of it, and we'll get to see what it is, and then they never come back no, to it. No, it's, it's, we'll just we have to wait for that. Yeah, um, yeah. And so there's that. Um, there's an after credit scene that also more ties into this, where we actually find out that. Um, uh, um, I'm forgetting. Oh, Pock and poor Porco, Porco and Piek and um, all of the other uh, Eldians and Marley are basically wise to Zeke's schemes. And uh, Reiner is very, especially in favor of striking back at Paradise while the iron is hot. Um, he thinks that. I yeah. I missed this, but I did watch it. Yeah, because they're they're discussing whether to. Uh, wait until they have backup from other countries to go attack. Um, to retaliate against mm-hmm. Paradis or whether to just go alone. And they're trying mm-hmm. to trying to figure out whether which one Zeke is prepared for. Like they think Zeke is is relying on them waiting so that he can get something else ready for them. So they think they should hurry because they'll catch them off guard. Yeah. Is I guess what they essentially decide. So like yeah, war is totally on the horizon. War is a Bruin. Yeah. And so- then the there was one more scene, and maybe like, and this is an area where maybe my like expertise is lacking, uh, and maybe someone in the chat can can answer this question. But one of the the scout, um, one of the younger scouts that is in favor of of releasing Aaron, her name's Louise, and, and she gets imprisoned, and she and Mikasa have like this 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 kind of tense exchange where she's explaining that Mikasa like inspired her during the Battle of Trost, and she's been following in Mikasa's footsteps ever since. Mikasa's and like, shut up. Yeah. Have we ever seen Louise before? Uh, because that was a character where the show was kind of acting like she'd been a, a character that had been around for a long time. And I, I thought, honestly I thought, could I not remember her. I thought that uh, Mikasa saved her or something. Like, was that, was that back in like season her? one? <laughs> did that actually happen or did they create that scene for that moment? Right, I was yeah. I like, yeah. I, I didn't know if it was a flashback or if they had created that scene for that moment. Because if they made that connection, like that's pretty dope. But I, I didn't know. Like I was like, oh, did they make that up right now, or did that actually happen? So I don't so know. Theo in the yeah. chat is saying that Louise was a minor one scene character from the first season, so which that did happen. Okay, so she's like, that's okay. like a deep cut then. But yeah, very deep yeah. cut. <laughs> yeah. That's an extremely deep cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so because well, like, last episode they had that thing where Mikasa's symbol was on her hand and that conveniently, you know, it had technically been mentioned in the manga, but the anime never got around to it. So I just didn't know if that was another thing where she'd shown up in the manga a bunch, but this is, you know, now she's important. So we're getting to meet her, but it looks like no. Um, So I'm like, maybe just forgot this stuff, but maybe you both can refresh me on it. So where is, so Zeke is with them, but like, we haven't really seen him. Right. So like, right. what is this deal? Where is he? And then how did the Marleyans find out that Zeke betrayed them? Like, do you think it's just kind of like, oh, sorry, please. I, I was like, cause I'm, I'm a little lost. So they know Zeke is still alive because okay. when they went to go recover his corpse, mm-hmm. all they found were his limbs. 
Now that yeah. weirded me out because I don't remember him missing limbs on the airship. So is he yeah. sans like arms and legs? Because that's what they found. And so is he just like, you know, like is he like a, a amputee at this point? Because I almost want to go back to the airship episode. Um, you know, when Sasha gets killed and rewatch it just to see if they show Zeke's um arms, hands, or legs at any point, because he's sitting. And yeah, he's like kneeling, that. like yeah, yeah. Um, right, he was kneeling. Oh my gosh, what if they did do that? Yeah, he was. Yeah, kneeling. He could, if he's like a, a, a quadriplegic at this point, like, but he'd grow it back, right? Yeah, he'd yeah, he just grow it back. Uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. Oh, right. yeah. Okay, that was a term. That I was like, what are they gonna do with the holding hands thing? Now he doesn't have hands. It's like, <laughs> like a backpack sort of situation and then just like yeah you know, I, was I didn't really... think of that though you're right he was on his knees so maybe that maybe he did like they are what do you call it? levi degenerate like, yeah um so then but like why haven't we seen him at all like hanging out with the eldians or whatever like is he like in prison like aaron is i would think they have him imprisoned just okay like aaron is they don't yeah. want them to touch so i think they're keeping them separated and and yeah i think he's still out in the woods where uh where levi left him oh right yeah that's right levi left him out yeah okay um show his arms or legs then either i don't remember if they've been like conveniently like just (laughs) like showing this now (laughs) i need to know did they just like stick him up in like a treehouse and like leave him there he can't get down that would be funny they just tie him to a branch and just sort of he's he's just kind of like twirling oh my god (laughs) stop i can't um okay so then um so peck or peak am i saying her name wrong i feel so bad um and porco do they know that zeke betrayed them or they're just kind of like we don't know where he is they they know they know so they know they know so, that he like that they only found his limbs and he's gone. And so the conclusion that they came to is that he's super suspect. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So then so Reiner's gonna lose it. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, he mad. He's real mad. Yeah. He mad. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I that's okay. why he's like, we need to invade now. I've been made a fool of, and I have a lot of guilt and other Although, issues. Yeah. But uh, you know who's more mad about Zeke's betrayal? Uh, speaking of Gabby. a convenient segue, Gabby. Yeah. Oh my God, Gabby's mad. This was we a Gabby episode. Rabbit hole. I have a lot of thoughts. On the rabbit about... hole of Gabby. Um, Gabby. So Lindsay, uh, James and I were in like our pre-show meeting a little bit earlier than you, and we were just like, man, like last episode. You know, all of us are like, oh, Gabby is misunderstood. And like, you know, a lot of people hate her. And, you know, that's not really justified. Like, and, you know, we were defending her ferociously. Yeah. Like, we were very much on her side. And then I'm watching this episode. I'm like, Gabby, you ain't helping me at all, girl. Like, you are not helping me at yeah. all. Like, you are just being like the most right now. But I did say to James, like, I still felt a lot of sympathy for her because without question, I mean, this is a child who was raised to be completely ashamed of like who he, she was Mm -hmm. and was trained to be a war machine. You know what I mean? Like, so there's like, you still got to feel bad for her, but you're just like, when you see the juxtaposition between her and Falco, you're just like, Whoa. Right. Right. Um, But I, I also thought that was really interesting because um, you know, you see people um, in the same situation, but they, 
they digest it completely differently. They evolve from it very differently. And that's like exactly what we're seeing here, you know? And I thought that it was a a really beautiful juxtaposition. Um, But I'm very worried about Gabby. Like this girl is on the edge of like, I mean, she, I, she's already had a mental breakdown, but like, this is like, I don't even know what's going to happen to this girl next. Like, I'm very concerned about her. So, um, yeah, Gabby so is in like, a, Gabby. yeah, Gabby's in like an extremely volatile position. And I mean, I was extremely frustrated with her during this episode too, because sometimes I was like, please just listen to Falco. Like he's really doing what's best for you. You need to stop, like, <laughs> like take it down. Like, I don't know, all the notches actually. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, take it down. So with Gabby, the conclusion that I've come to is sort of like, she's got a comp, you know, very complicated relationship with her personal identity, right? Because she's been brainwashed essentially into thinking that um, she is guilt, you know, carries uh, the guilt of her, her ancestors for the wrongs that they've committed. Um, She's a lesser human being. And that the only way that she can, establish herself as anything close to someone worthy of love and respect is that is by uh, proving herself not like these other Eldians. I'm not mm-hmm. like them. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry about what happened and I'm for the Marleyan cause. And it's, it's very similar to, to me, it seemed very similar to almost like religious zealotry, like yeah. these people who get into cults and such like stuff like that. And yeah. You know, like, to a, she's brainwashed. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely brainwashed. And um, it's like she's that propaganda has been totally internalized by her, like 100% internalized. And so when um, so she can't even like uh, she can't even accept the possibility that uh, there are good Eldians outside of the ones that are like her and chosen, because if she accepts that, then her entire worldview and um, personality, like everything she's built around herself would fall apart. Because it would would mean that the abuse that she suffered for being an Eldian and everything she's told about being Eldian is a lie. And that means all the effort that she's put into to be a good Eldian would have been for naught. And so that's, that's huge. That would just, that would explode everything. Like, that's why it's very difficult to get people out of cults and stuff. It's also sort of like, um, for like a really basic example, you ever bought what they call a lemon, you buy a car and you just keep dumping money into it to fix it. It's like your project car and you, you've dumped so much money into it at this point that you can't stop dumping money into fix it because then you'd have to like cut your losses. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> But this on, sounds like, like a bad romance. That, that hits close yeah. to home. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like that, but it's her entire like persona. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that that's where she's at right now. And then you know, there's the extra tricky situation because um, she doesn't know this, but she's currently staying at the farm of the family of the woman that she shot. So like she's eating dinner at the dinner table with Sasha's parents and all the cute orphans they've adopted to work on their farm because they've, you know, adopted, like they haven't, they've taken up like almost like a charitable organization after their daughter died to sort of like provide for, for war orphans. And then they take in and they give them. That is a mean twist in that story. Yeah. Yeah. How is and, that going to play out? Like, well, James, like, how in the hell is that going to play out? Like, no spoilers. Think, yeah. 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 No yeah. spoilers, chat. 
Um, yeah, but I, I think it's not too hard to predict at least a little bit because the show has been really consistent in how, you know, for all of its faults, right? And for any of the perceived, um, you know, political missteps that you can maybe attribute to it, I think it's been really consistent in how it shows that the number one thing that destroys like the systemic political machine of bigotry and hatred and war is empathy, right? Like as soon as you start having empathy for for the others that you've been, you know, making into monsters your entire life, that wall has to come down because you either have to you either have to decide that you're not capable of seeing the other side as human, or once you start to let them in, uh, like you said, Lindsay, that whole facade that you've been building up, it just can't stand up to the the pressure of it. And not only are Sasha and Falco at the home of um, the Browses, Sasha's parents, Mm -hmm. but um, they make friends with specifically uh, Kaya, who is the young girl that Sasha Mm -hmm. saved back in season two, I want to say episode two, maybe uh, the one where Sasha had to take on a Titan pretty much James, by herself. Talk, you just came out so hard there. You're like, oh, season two, episode two. Time I, I only know because I looked it up earlier when I was writing the review. So I, I, it's fresh in my mind, but, but so they meet Kaya who not only is an Eldian that has suffered terribly, right? Her mother yeah. was horribly killed by, yeah. by the invasion of Titans that um, Reiner and um, Annie and Bertolt caused. But, um, you know, she's been having to live with the knowledge that, like, it basically happened for no reason, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. you know, her mother died because of this stupid, terrible Titan invasion. And even when she learns that Gabby and Falco are from Marley because they're not subtle about it, Gabby keeps yelling <laughs> about it every chance that she gets. Um, Let me just blow my cover. Yeah. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't rat them out. She doesn't turn them in. But she does take them to her home. To be like, hey, like, I want you to know exactly what I went through here. Mm-hmm. I want you to hear how my mother died. I want you to see what we lost because of what yeah. you did, what your, you know, what your side did. Yeah, your side. Yeah. And they, oh yeah. God. That yeah. image. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then she says, I want you to look me in the eye and I want you to tell me that my mother deserved to die like that because of these things that you say my ancestors did a thousand years ago. Yeah. And oh Gabby tries because like you said, she is indoctrinated. She she kind of feels like she has to believe that yeah. no, like you deserve this. Like you earned this punishment. That's why I've been having to go through all of this hell on my side in order to prove myself. But as the conversation goes on, and like we've been saying, um, Falco is the uh, MVP of the, of the, of the episode. Seriously. You know, Fa- Falco's the one that says, no, like your mom didn't deserve this. Like yeah. n- none of this was right. Um, you died because we screwed up on our end and that's what happened and it was pointless. And I think that, you know, as far as making predictions go, I'd like to think, because I do think Gabby is such a great character. I'm hoping that she can have that wall start to crumble Mm -hmm. because I mean, who's going to like look at Kaya crying and screaming there and tell her that, no, your mom deserved what happened to her. Um, I mean, Gabby did, but (laughs) you know, <laughs> and it was Falco. Falco was the one who had to make the hard call and say that you know there there was no reason for it. It kind of mirrors the confrontation that Aaron and Reiner had earlier when Aaron confronted Reiner about like why did my mother have to die? Why did you know why did she have to be eaten? Like what did, what does she have to do with any of this? And that's the same. Kaya has the the same story. I um, also want to add that uh, Theo pointed out that the Titan that ate. Um, Kaya's mom is implied to have been Connie's dad. 
Oh, okay. Because oh there's that God. scene. Kind oh, of that's right. That's right. Where like Connie returns to his hometown, and that was his mother. I think he saw as a Titan, and she's just like lying yeah. on the house or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, that's back in like season three. That's season two, I think. I think it was two. Yeah, I think yeah. it was even earlier yeah. than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one thing that like so we all know we say this every episode, Jackie just loves the action. There's no action, you know. But um this interaction between Kaya and Gabby was just like shook me so much emotionally. Um I I just think that I was just when we saw them just like screaming at each other, like yeah. I was just I was shook like to my core, you know what I mean? Because you just see these two very young women just hurt so badly and both of them just want answers and don't understand like why they've had to see this and why they've had to go through this. It was very, very hard to watch. And like, it, yeah. it like got me. And also like, um, just like the emotional intelligence of like these very, very young people, like we were talking about yeah. Falco and, you know, he keeps uncovering for Gabby because she's like, obviously like really on the edge there. But even the scene with Kaya where she like Gabby gets like the pitchfork and I'm like, they're screwed. It's over. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I was like, Falco, you did your best dude. Like it's all going down. Like it's about to just be awful. And then Kaya was like, Oh, he like you know made up that whole like flirting story or whatever. Like really yeah, she's like, oh, was, she thinks I'm stealing her brother from her or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, the the thing about this show that just like gets me constantly is just like, you know, we see so much evil in it. We see like so many horrible things happen, and people make horrible mistakes like on both sides. You know, like there's not even like a good side anymore. You know, but then we see like these people do things that are just like so good and it just like shakes you so much you know Falco's a very good boy and like he deserves a good home and he deserves cookies and he deserves nice parents and a happy yeah. Christmas like he's a he's and then a Aaron manipulated him and exploited him I'm like yeah 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 that's true to I, 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 like I gotta say the uh the running joke of of um Falco just like moaning like Gabby, Gabby's name and exasperation every time she does something really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby, no! What are you doing? Oh my god! This screenshot right now. Props to the horse, though. Like that horse was Gabby out. needed that. Yeah, Gabby needed needed that though for sure. Like I was like, okay, horse. Like let's bring her back. <laughs> like, like she's she's losing it here. This honestly, this show, this this episode, it did have comedy in it, which I was like, God, we needed that a little bit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then it made me cry at the end. So you know, the comedy was short lived, but <laughs> at least they like squeezed it in there somehow. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we didn't you know. we didn't talk about this at all, or we kind of touched on it, but like um hanji like i just like love her so much and she's between like um or sorry it's actually they like uh the creator oh, really? has been yeah the creator has <laughs> been um uh won't define the character's gender and has said that like i don't they just is they he just says that he uses they i don't remember if he gave like a reasoning for it but he that's just like Hanji's yeah. gender is is undefined. Yeah. So yeah, I think Isayama's request was to either use they or to use he and she in, in equal like proportion. Oh, cool. So yeah. Oh. so yeah, it's probably, it's just uh, 
probably simpler to use they than some people yeah. like, hey, wait, did you switch? Why are you switching? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, Fana Hanji. Yeah, yeah, Hanji, I feel really bad for them. They're like between a rock and a hard place. Like you can tell they don't they don't feel emotionally equipped to make the really difficult decisions that they're tasked to make because they have to make judgment calls on on like the stuff going on with Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Like the stuff going on with Aaron and um trying to not you know because if if they don't handle the Aaron situation they could end up with a, a minor like uh factioning off mm -hmm. between you know who thinks for sure that's the right thing to do or you know you get enough um enough people behind it they could try to spring Aaron out of jail and then you're dealing with you know that and so they're trying to like quell that but also be like respectful for to the feelings that people are having about you know because they want justice and stuff like that so yeah um poor hanji yeah. yeah i just was like what's brewing here you know what i mean like um obviously like these people are staunch supporters of aaron and um you know like i still don't know what's going on with aaron and i'm scared to see what's going to come from him yeah, you know but in the back seat in this episode but for sure they, all, they also um started interrogating the tall lady Ye Yelena? Yelena. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Yelena. I was gonna say Yolanda, and I knew yeah. it was wrong. <laughs> Yelena. Yes, because they're implying that Yelena is actually the one leaking the information. If I'm, oh. if I was right about that, James, is that true? Yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's it, it kind of ties back to uh, last week when that one um, that one military official was theorizing that Yelena was the one who orchestrated um, Historia's pregnancy. That, um, that they're, they're, they're just suspicious of her because she's an outsider because she's not Marlian or not. I mean, not Eldian. I don't know. I'll be honest. And again, this is um, um, this might just be because I, I haven't read the manga, or it might just be because there are things that I'm not catching as far as the very complicated machinations yeah. of the plot. But I, I am still a little fuzzy on like what the specific. Um, cause for conflict between uh i mean i know they arrested zeke obviously and that's a problem and they detained all of the marlene volunteers but i'm yeah. still a little fuzzy on like what the uh what the goals of the marlene volunteers are as far as like their end game and how like in what key ways that differs from what the um the parodies people are, are shooting for now yeah. um and i know a lot of it just has to do with who has control of the rumbling and to what ends they're going to use it, whether or not they're going to use it as a deterrent or like an actual weapon of destruction. Right, but um, that, that flight, yeah. the flight technology that they didn't show us, but mentioned is supposedly supposed, they plan to use it to watch the rumbling, uh, she was saying. So it's like, they're gonna get a bird's eye view of like exactly what the rumbling test is all about, I suppose. Yeah. But, mm. um, but as far as like the, volunteer Marley the Marleans that have now become prisoners to the Eldians on Paradiso like I feel like something with that is coming up and it yeah. all goes back to Niccolo and his poison wine because <laughs> oh okay, God, the poison it does. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be like I think he's I think he's got machinizations going on Ooh. because um well that's another thing though like are the POW Marleans that are presumably maybe working against the Paradis Eldians, are they in cahoots with the Marlene volunteers or are they 
because the Marleyan volunteers are still ostensibly after the destruction of Marley. And yeah. so, like, are the volunteers and the other POWs working together, or are they? Do they have different goals? Like, and I think I think, I think a lot of that out. is stuff that's still up in the air. Yeah, I think we're going to find out because um, Kaya tells Gabby and Falco that they got invited to a restaurant and that they should be able to talk with them there about finding a way to get back to Marley. And my assumption is that that restaurant is going to be where Nicolo was at. Yeah. So I think he's going to re-enter the picture there and we might get some answers to that. Or he's going to poison everyone. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, does he just, because he was, because he was pretty much in love with Sasha. That was, I mean, that was kind of the implication. Yeah. Does he know that Gabby and Falco killed her? Because is he going to poison them? Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point, too. There's just like so much that needs to happen. Um, and okay, this is m- maybe a dumb question, but um, do we we know how many episodes? Like, is this going to be thirteen, like twenty, like how how like how much time do we have left here? I think it was a weird number. Like, I'm feeling like it's like sixteen. Sorry, because I was like, yeah. was we're, are we running out of time here? Because like yes. it just seems like things got really got, quickly. You know, that means we've got what um seven episodes seven episodes seven weeks left so like um, a month and some change okay or uh savor it everyone savor it yeah Um, well everyone that has read the manga the one the one piece of consensus that i've seen is that at the pace the show is going there's no way it's going to actually finish the story so we're either going to get a part two like they did with season three or maybe we're going to have to wait for a movie attack on titan the final final don't do an ending movie (laughs) <laughs> don't do an ending movie. Don't no, because those like never get those never get streamed like as soon, and yeah. I have to wait longer. It just ruins we'll the pirate it. it know, yeah. and then I'll have to be like la 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 la. <laughs> like watch it on well, Crunchyroll's done movies before, so yeah. Yeah, they're doing they're doing them a little more. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm hoping that you know depending on how things go with with covid and everything they've they've been even getting a little bit better at like the the theatrical releases yeah um we were supposed to get infinity train before all there's that. a website yeah. for, for the english release now and i keep like hitting refresh and then oh. it's like coming soon i'm like but how about now or yeah now? <laughs> <laughs> um so I kind of want to know what do you guys think is going to happen next? I love Lindsay's theory, which I think is actually going to happen. Like the one where Nicola poisons yeah. everyone or the one where no, Aaron is going to eat everybody. And like, so I'm not going to lie. I kind of like, <laughs> I fan fictioned your idea. <laughs> and um, I think Reiner is going to, you know, come to the Island of parody, like one way or the other, like with his, his like Motley crew or like by himself. Cause he's just going to be like so mad, you know? Yeah. And, him and Aaron are going to have like the ultimate face off, which I remember when it was like two or three episodes ago when he finally woke up, I got so damn excited. Cause I was like, this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. I feel like is just to see them just like tear each other apart. You know what yeah. I mean? And then of course, like what happened, like everything like fell apart, you know, and then they ended up not um, yeah. but, like, so they're going to have like their big face off. And then I think um, Reiner is just going to like, kind of like, be they're just gonna like beat each other to a bloody pulp and then reiner's just gonna be like dude just like 
eat me and end this. And like, I'm so sorry for like everything I did to you. And I think it's going to be this like giant, like forgiveness scene. And then Aaron's going to be like, I don't want to do this. And I love you, bro. No. But like, this is what we have to do. <laughs> and then he's going to eat him. And I'm going to be just like crying hysterically. So that's my conspiracy but then has to kill Aaron at the end to like yeah. make the whole emotional thing go all the way forward. And then, and then they're going to give him like a, I'm just going way out of here, but I think if Aaron dies, he will definitely be um, put out to sea because that will like also cycle back to the whole ocean thing. Cause that was oh, yeah. for so long was to get to the edge of the Island and see the ocean. And so when he dies, that's where he will go. Thematically, like get all the cinematic, like plot ideas all tied together. That's what so I would what do. What we said doesn't happen. I'm our ending was better. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter and send it to uh Kodansha, the publisher of the manga, and be like, you know, I know you guys don't pay me for this, but I just thought you needed my input. Um, you didn't do it right. I know we you're going to get a lot of letters like this that say that, but for real, you didn't do it right. Here's how it should have been. And then Isayama's going to be like, yes, she's correct. <laughs> we have to change it. Pull all of the copies. Yeah. yeah. No, which, what, what's really going to happen is uh, Aaron and Zeke yeah. are going to touch hands. Okay. And then um, uh, they're going to combine into a giant white uh, figure that's like the size of the earth, right? And then um, everyone else is going to turn into Tang, the, the orange drink, um, the orange liquid. This is and then the James. What? No, it's no, it's completely different. It's completely different from the Evangelion. And then um, they're all going to get transported to like a modern day Japan world where uh, air doesn't exist. Um, and then a German song called Kamsusu uh, Tat is going to play, and it's going to have this, this weird exposition because it's like a really happy sounding song, but it's about death. Um, there's going to be a lot of phallic imagery. I'm just spitballing here. Just penises everywhere in, the, in space. Kind of penis monsters. Um, you know, now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe it's a little similar to Ava, but in execution, it'd be different. <laughs> when you said they all turned to Tang, I just died. I was like, no, he didn't. Oh, man. Which is funny because we were all talking during our pre-show meeting and talking about how great Evangelion is. So maybe they're just going to be like, let's just copy that. Like, let's just do that. There's no going wrong there. <laughs> Lordy. Or maybe the character from that young adult novel that I reviewed way back when will like show up as like a crossover. The, the girl from that, uh, of, that officially licensed English language YA romance novel from Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. She'll, she'll show up and she'll like this? she'll Asia kill all the time. There's a ton of stuff for Anime News Network. Which book is he talking about? Where is this going? It's called yeah. no, no. It's called no. Like the 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 actual like Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrison yeah. Girl. Yeah, it's coming back. It's they're they're they're, it, they're waiting for it, but that crossover is coming. <laughs> the series should end, and then they should just make the movie like you were talking about. But then you don't know until you go to see it. It's just an adaptation of Garrison Girl. Yeah. Just like, or is the ending mm -hmm. of Attack on Titan? Like so we have some great comments play. here, by the way. Uh, Anime NYC says, James ruins everything, which I had to read out loud. Um, <laughs> and then um, Firetrap says, I don't think Aaron dies in the end. So, I mean, we all are just guessing here. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ga Gabriella said, and then Armin wakes up and parody is a snow globe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta get that Citizen Kane stuff oh in there, Oh, my too. gosh. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, and they're all from American cinema. Was that yeah. St. Elsewhere? Was that the show? The, the hospital show? Or 
It was all in the mind of a boy looking in yeah. a show book. Oh, oh I was thinking of ER, ER right? For some reason. Oh, which one was it? It was a hospital show. I can't remember now. Was it ER? I think it was saying elsewhere. If I, remember right. I, like, I, I remember it was a hospital show. You're right. Yeah. But anyway, we're all just guessing here, folks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for I'm going to say horror because I'm thinking it's yeah. like horror, but with an F. Uh, yeah. Wants to know what we all thought about Mikasa's flashback scene. Yeah, that was just in the episode for like a quick minute where like Mikasa has like a PTSD moment when she yeah. remembers that like Aaron killed two grown adults to save her and then was like, are we good now? And I felt like they were trying to kind of connect his current self with his childhood self to maybe say like, this has always sort of been there this tendency but yeah well this is on me again for not watching season one in seven years but right yeah was that because a lot of times when shows do that that like and the way it was framed or she like you know she had like a headache and it was like a vision yeah was it like showing a different version of those events than what we saw before because that's what i remembered it being is him killing those guys but yeah i mean i also haven't watched season one since it aired and um right. but yeah. i did remember that he definitely killed two dudes to rescue her from a cabin and they were holding her hostage yeah I think because yep. of her um ethnicity because of uh because i think they figured out that she was i mean it's not uh azuma bito i think they figured yes. that out and i think that had something to do with her being kidnapped and yeah, yeah aaron definitely went and saved her solo i thought he knocked them unconscious maybe he didn't murder them though because I couldn't tell if it was like, oh, is it showing us that like he actually has been like way more violent and bloodthirsty than I we... felt like that's what it was trying to say. It's like ever since he was young, like if he felt he was justified, he would totally just you know lose it. Yeah, yeah. that's really interesting. And also out. because there was that scene where Mikasa, you know, after Aaron just like wreaked havoc and like killed children and just didn't give an F, and then she was like, "You have gone point past a point." Remember, like she's like talking, yeah. and she's yeah. like, you, you've just gone like past this point now like just fyi you know and mm-hmm. i think like it is really interesting because we we're all like you know i keep on bringing up i'm like where is aaron at but there are all these other players like we were talking about hanji and like mikasa and it's like where are they yet when it comes to what is going on with aaron which is that that definitely that scene i think is bringing that up um also, I, I thought that that scene was also showing just like how much trauma all these young people have gone through. Cause right. The, yeah. the young girl was like talking to her about like what, how, Oh, I wanted to be like you when I saw you. And then like Mikasa's like, dude, that was traumatic for that girl. I got my trauma. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was just like, that's what I thought it was kind of driving home too. But the whole aspect of like, is she starting to doubt Aaron? Dude, what if like Mikasa turns on Aaron? That would be, I don't I know if she can. She like can. there's, I, I feel, like, I feel like there's she like, I, I feel like she's like ride or die for him. I yeah. agree. Like, to the point where it's it's kind of um, not healthy. I 100% honest. agree. Like it could very 100%. easily, if it's not already, be perceived as almost like an abusive relationship. Like she will just let him, doesn't matter how far he falls, like she'll just go down with him and try to drag him back up. But I mean, after you do that so long with a person, eventually you're just living down there with them. Like, yeah. 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 Oh my God, guys, we're getting so heavy and we're five yeah. minutes over. <laughs> <laughs> we even did less news this time. There's just so go, go back to the picture with Gabby getting bitten by the horse. That, that'll, yeah, let's that'll, go back to the horse. That'll, that'll lead us out. <laughs> Palate cleanser. <laughs> by the way, that horse scared me. Its eyes were crazy. Yeah. 
I can't. Da, 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 da. No. <laughs> my goodness uh anyway this this just it keeps on hitting like i'm waiting yeah. for us to have like an episode where i'm like this one stunk you guys and i'm just like knock on wood you know maybe that's yeah. gonna happen like now your head made but, out of wood jackie yes it's really there's not a lot going on here like let's be honest guys <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> watch you just jinx this next week it's gonna be like the it's gonna be like the oh, poochie Lord. episode we're I gonna know. get the poochie episode of attack on titan <laughs> Oh, I thought like if we ever got an episode where like for some reason nothing happened, I was like, all right, we'll just talk about Wonder Egg this episode. Or <laughs> Here for it. Actually, it's funny. The chat was like wants to get our opinion on a bunch of different anime. You know what I mean? So like, I'm glad that they're uh, they're enjoying the discussions with us. Yeah, That's really cool. yeah. We'll definitely after this show or after this anime wraps, we will definitely have um, another anime. Um, most likely it might be my hero academia or it might yeah. be something else i'm not really sure yet um there's a lot of really good stuff coming up in spring which will um if you're not sure what you want to watch in spring we don't have a date set yet but probably coming up next month we'll have our uh monthly uh not monthly tri-monthly is that a thing <laughs> our tri-monthly um anyway season trailer guide season trailer review watch along that's so, the most fun, by the way. That James, is the most fun. come here for that. that was yeah, yeah. It's usually like two hours, and we watch every single. Well, we watch the most recent trailer for every single show that's going to air. So for this upcoming one, it'll be the spring season, Heck and that's yeah. a, It's a great way to get acquainted with like what is going to air and um, what you want to watch for. Um, yeah, or just that, that'd be good for me because whenever we have to write our most anticipated for the season articles yeah. i almost always end up having to do that anyway because i'm like right. i don't know what's coming out this season i need to watch oh, yeah. a bunch of yeah. trailers yeah yeah i always wait yeah. till the very end to like to like do the trailers so um for the show because since it's fun but yeah it'll probably probably be my hero academia maybe i've got to catch up on it though before it premieres because i i fell off last season so i need to like pick back up which is awful because it had a really great villain last season but i just yeah the overhaul arc was great and then it just like went into like filler town and i got like a little annoyed but yeah. um there was some de developments with um endeavor and todoroki who i'm like yeah father Dude, issues. that is like a whole can of worms like we've yeah. been talking about trauma attack on titan and then we'll get to talk about worst anime dad 2021 yeah endeavor's stupid ass so <laughs> <laughs> you know the voice actor for him though the english voice actor he's like so lovable he's so, a really nice guy yeah shows, yeah. yeah i think that is that patrick seats uh yes yeah that is yeah that's who it is but yeah. it's so funny yeah, he's nothing like, like the character but he has a very like uh deep bass perfect voice, voice so it's perfect for the character but he's yeah nothing nothing like child abuser endeavor selfish self-motivated wife around yeah yeah drives her to insanity yeah he's pretty much yeah. the worst yeah and then he's trying to get like redemption i mean now i'm no. like getting excited for my hero academia I'm just yeah like, oh. yeah anyway. we can have long conversations about whether endeavor deserves to be forgiven or not spoiler he doesn't so <laughs> <laughs> we all know Lindsay ain't forgiven him she poisoned you need to give him a goblet of uh of that wine <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's yeah. next up for the wine. Exactly. I, oh, oh no, I need to start having an, an anime character list, kind of like a Death Note. But <laughs> who would who would Lindsay assassinate <laughs> if she was the head of the anime mafia? Who would she have? 
<laughs> people already say that I, I uh, cursed the Seattle Seahawks. So, I mean, why not? I might as well just like embrace that whole. Uh, yeah, they've always been cursed. That's not you. That's just, that's just them. <laughs> it's funny because we're in Washington. It's like my, one of my dad's favorite teams. So I would get in big trouble if I hexed the Seahawks. So. Oh, and no, my, my dad was a huge Seahawks fan too. So. Oh, uh, Gabby brought up two year eternity is next season. And that would be oh. a great way for me to make Jackie watch to your eternity. Cause that's the one I told you about that um, is super, super sad. And oh, it's about, it's about that like extraterrestrial like being, he comes down to earth and he's like, it's like, a, he's like a, it's like a baby. He doesn't know anything about humanity or anything like that. Yeah. And then, um, so he's trying to learn about it. And through that, he experiences all kinds of tragedies, which allow him to, sort of develop that sounds terribly sad it is i've read the manga (laughs) i mean at at the end of the day the next go hands anime is out next season and i think we're not ever doing a go hands anime james that's never gonna happen what was my suffering for (laughs) nothing (laughs) what was it for my amusement mostly oh that's fair yeah um, yeah. Gabby just said Thunderbolt Fantasy Season 3 too, which I'm like, I would so be on board with that. There's so have much you watched that? that? I didn't know that you've watched Thunderbolt Fantasy, Jackie. No, I have not, but I've watched the trailers and like, you know, like clips of it. And I'm literally like, this is the best thing ever. I I, I actually don't know where to watch it. Like, where you can is watch it on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. You can? Okay. Yeah. Need to. Need to. I mean... Yeah. That was actually well, all like, the guy characters in that are your type. Are beautiful, your type, exactly. Your kind of puppet, yeah. Um, also, the opening song is I literally listen to that when I work out, and I haven't yeah. even watched it. And I'm like, yeah. do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, I'm going off the rails here, everybody. We got to okay. wrap up. Yeah, we've gotten all the way to puppets now at this point. We're pretty far off from Attack on Titan. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Anime News Network After Show, powered by Anime NYC. We'll be back next Monday at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. But until then, you're going to want to head over to Kaimono Merch to get your Anime News Network official goods. And check out our newsletter at www.animenewsnetwork.com slash newsletter. And also follow us on social media and YouTube. And click that little bell thing because it'll give you an alert for when we're <laughs> yeah, Jack's like bell thing, Lindsay. Smash I'm not it. the social media manager. You can tell who uh, who we hire for that. It's Lindsay because I don't know what I'm doing. All right, but thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.